It is time to start our adventure. This is Tales of Soarfall. So yeah, he's grooving out and he's looking around for which blob um, might be the person who lets people in or not. Mm-hmm. And, and he, besides that, he does not know why he's here. <laughs> Once again, this lines up too perfectly for what actually happened in the game and what I was describing. So, <laughs> okay. oh man. His goal right now is to get Herberta through the door. So the dragonborn uh, comes up to you a little closer. Hey, what's your name? Oh, hey, I'm Ticker. Um, are you the person who lets people in the door? Everyone gets through the door here. I mean, are you looking for the bartender? Ah, uh, that's probably a good place to start. My friend outside, she says she's probably not allowed in. Oh, that's that's really a shame. Like, wh- why does she think that? Oh, she's got all these straps on her. Well, that doesn't really matter here. I mean, some people do that. They just come in and they're already all strapped up. Really? So I could, I could just tell her to come in right now? Yeah, I mean, I don't see why not. I'll be right back. And he's just super excited now and trying not to touch any of the other blobs because he doesn't want to get his clothes all putty. <laughs> um, he uh, wiggles his way through to where he thinks he remembers um, where Muldra was last. Yeah, uh, she's actually gone back a little. Uh, you can see her probably about two to three hundred feet away, um, back at the other blob that you were once at. Like, she parked herself there again. He's gonna just yell, like, Moldra a few times. Like, he's gonna hang on to what he thinks is the blobby door with his hand. He could wipe his hand on the ground. It'll be fine. Um, get the putty off. And just be like, Moldra! Moldra! Moldra, you could come in, I checked! They don't mind your straps. <laughs> Can't hear you. But, well, how could you? How could you not hear me? I'm yelling so loudly. There's no one else out here talking. Um, with that, <laughs> you see coming down the street a giant mechanical man. Like that's that's gonna grab his attention. Just like what? Yes. <laughs> And around uh, surrounding it are a few blobs that look a little bit more sturdier than any other blob that you've seen. Hmm. Hardened blobs. <laughs> Hardened blobs on a mechanical something. Okay. Yeah, well, they're surrounding a mechanical, like, human-like thing. And this thing's, like, about... 
Uh, the the me- mechanical man is about like ten feet tall. Ooh. How far away is this? Uh, it's coming closer to you. He's gonna. Uh, how noisy is this to him? Um, it's super like. It's like listening to people walking through mud in like heavy boots. Okay. You know, you get but the nice like the... slurping noises. How's the volume? Like, would he get louder and louder trying to talk to Moldra? Still uh, from 300 feet away through the <laughs> muck people? I... You you could. You could try. Okay. I mean, he's gonna try yelling, and if she, like, does the whole classic turn away because it's not working thing, he's gonna try and dash through this group of things and get over to her to tell her that it's totally fine yeah um like you can see her kind of turn back but since she's like hooked up to the cart it's really hard for her to like turn around and Mm -hmm. it looks like she is trying to stay in one place (sighs) let me check something real quick He's going to try and get closer. Like, if she's 300 feet away, he'll try and get to, like, 250, maybe 200 tops and try yelling from those two places. So, wait, so you're moving, like, 50 feet up? Yeah, 50 feet towards Muldra. Alright. And as you're doing that, the world kind of jiggles for a moment. You can feel like some odd vibrations and then you hear another just loud explosion happen before you as you re- hmm. reach that 50 feet. And gotcha. there's Rayanne again looking sort of like Rayanne, a little melty, but like Rayanne. And she seems a little bit more fiery than she was beforehand. Like something about her mother set her on fire. Did uh, she notice me at all? No, no one has noticed you. Turker's gonna like hide from that and then try and keep moving towards Muldra. Um, cause she he wants to get Muldra's attention, but doesn't want fiery Rayanne's attention. <laughs> Scary Rayanne's attention. Yeah, because you've seen her be terrifying at least once. So, not only that, but like she's scary enough when she's just holding magical objects. Um, her on fire and probably with the same magical objects. This just, it's just like no. Yeah, well, and the funny thing is, like all the fiery objects she does have. I mean, the, all the magic op- objects that she does actually do glow and seem to spark and fire. So that coat, like, it's an infernal on, like, it's just given off lots of fire. Like, she could burn the whole place down that she's on. Or maybe that's why everything's melting. I mean. Yeah, he's going to get away from that. <laughs> and try and, he's going to try and be stealthy and keep going towards Mildra and stay out of her line of sight at all costs. Okay, give me. Uh, stealth with advantage. 
Oh, cool. 26. 26. You are the shadows. And you I make mean, it to... I am the blobs. <laughs> <laughs> you hide from the blobs so well that the blobs yeah. don't even know what you are. He he got to the point with wariness about Rayan's appearance that he gave up on keeping his clothes blob-free at this point. So he's willing to crawl on the ground, roll in the mud... It's all it's all fair game now. Okay, um, give me a constitution saving throw. Advantage, disadvantage, normal. Normal. Nat 20. 23. The world starts becoming a little bit more solid, and some noises start coming more in focus as you're approaching Maldra. Ah. But it seems like either the world around you is going faster or you're going slower. Hmm. And is Rayan far enough away that I could try and get Muldra's attention without her noticing me at this point? You are, like, almost right smack dab in the car, like, without even noticing me. Okay. He was that stealthy, just like, whew. Yep. Maltra. Maltra. Maltra, Maltra. They can... You can come inside the place you took me to. There's city guards about. They're not going to let us near that building after what happened. They don't care about the straps, though. Do they care that I'm a mule? But, I mean... They said all kinds are welcome. Oh. Huh. Well, they did let the cat in. I, I think they'll let you in. I didn't even have to give anyone my silver and gold. Oh. The little bit I have. That's odd. Yeah. They seem like really nice folk in there. You would... Do you want to come with me? I can cut these straps. Um, I, I guess. I mean, um, she seems a little flustered and worried, and um, <laughs> she like just doesn't really know how to respond. But she's like, people who were will expect, <laughs> like, will actually accept me. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I walked in. They had this music playing. I danced. I. People danced right next to me. They said, everyone's welcome. They don't care about straps or who you are. Oh. Why are you talking so slow? His eyes got wide because he didn't notice. I, I don't know. Am I talking slowly? And ah. you start hearing mule noises come out of her mouth. Oh. Well, Mulcher, you sound like your mule self to me now, but that's fine. Let's go. Uh, so you're going to start cutting her free? 
Okay, uh, give me a sleight of hands. Oh, gosh. And that I'll, seems about right. I'll it's, actually it's... add uh, your proficiency to that, because you're probably using, like, your boat tools or whatever. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Thank so you. you're you're going at it. Um, it's a little bit harder. Like your hands seem a little shaky. And well, yeah, and boat tools aren't really the best thing for cutting leather straps. Yeah, I'm well, sure. Uh, maybe this, my knife might. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. So we kind of like pan the camera around from like blobby strange world, which is solidifying even faster, to reality, mm -hmm. and. Nilkis, you approach the cart. You see that Tyrker is trying to free the mule. <laughs> but, like, in the worst way possible, like, he is literally trying to cut the straps. So, he sort of just gives a very blank stare to just take in this at, like, for a moment, and then he just goes... Tyrker, what are you doing? A voice, do a voice crashes into your reality, Tyrker. It's that, it's that kid again. And do I clearly hear what they were saying? Yeah, like the the ground actually is starting to look like uh, cobblestone and sidewalk. Uh, Maldra just keeps getting hairier and more mule looking by the he's, minute. He's gonna wobble. Tyrker's arm a little bit. <laughs> Tyrker's gonna... So while Mulder was transforming, he's gonna try like, and more vigorously cut the straps, like, sawing them. Okay. And... Go ahead. Uh, give me another sleight of hand. Is this it's gonna it... hurt her, or...? No, he's just cutting the reins, basically. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you start doing it, you find, like, the best angle to cut leather with your boating tools. Okay. But, like, the reality is coming in and crashing in quick. Yep. He's he's very frustrated that he he's failing Muldra right now, that he can't cut these straps faster. Can I... It's seeming Sorry. like an eternity to him right now. <laughs> like Can you see how frustrated... Like or panicking, he's being. It's um, obvious. Yeah, just saying. Obvious. Yeah. He's gonna sigh and he's gonna try to help him out. <laughs> just to get <laughs> over with. He's just like, I've had a weird day. I'm just whatever. <laughs> he's just gonna go over and try to help him cut the thing so he can talk with him. Okay, are you just using a dagger or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I uh, I don't know if I, I don't think I have a dagger on me. Oh, that's. I can. Uh, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know if I could. How strong are they? Could I like cut it with like, maybe? Oh, that'd be dangerous with uh, a part of my glaive. Um. I right, you could hmm. try it with your glaive if you want. Or a crowbar. So I, I have no <laughs> idea. I, crowbar. Would... I have no idea. <laughs> uh, the crowbar would actually take uh, where the leather is, um, like not riveted, but you know it's attached to the uh, wood and other middle bits. I mean that would help out. 
Okay, he'll he'll do that then. Yeah. Okay. Fight off of the the bindings and stuff. <laughs> you you join in the madness of uh <laughs> trying to free the mule. Uh, All I can think of is I yeah. can't believe I'm doing this right now. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I was gonna say he's gonna roll a wisdom save too real quick. Okay. Um see if he's he's like tearing up a bit that oh, he no. can't get Moldra free in time. He's tearing up. And Nilk is whoever made this uh small cart made it really strong and hardy. Do I do I see Tiaker tearing up right now? If you look at him, he's tearing up. Oh no. Yep. <laughs> really? Yep. Nilkis is going to drop the crowbar, start freaking out and panicking and going, oh my god, are you okay? Do you need some water? Do you need food? What's going on, man? How can I help you? Mildred needs to get to the... to... over there. She... We'll accept her there. He is confused and he just goes, who is Muldra? She is. Does he point to the mule? Yeah, like both hands still holding tools, like gesturing towards uh, her, what you know is Herberta. The mule. Her name's Muldra. And and she doesn't care that much about pies. And I found a place that will accept her for who she is. Straps and all. But she's tied to this cart. How can I help you get her out then? I don't know. I don't know why I can't cut these straps. Maybe she's cursed. Uh, Tirker? Like... You're hearing the words coming out of your mouth, right? Yeah. Um, could you give me, like, an intelligence saving throw? Just to see if you're making sense to yourself at the moment? Yeah, Milk yeah. is no. confused, too. <laughs> no, you... questioning his own sanity. Like, Tirker, you are also questioning, who the hell is Maldra? Why are you getting emotional over this mule? And what was your whole goal of bringing the mule into the whatever i don't even know where i was yeah it was 300 feet somewhere <laughs> i <sighs> i don't i don't know and he just he drops his tools and just starts petting herberta because he Did doesn't he know what crying? he's doing he's trying to stop crying it's like it was the whole like trying to hold back the sobbing and he's just like sniffing a bit like um it's okay yeah this... is there another way to take off the stuff like would the thieves tools do anything i don't know uh this this is a harness that you can take on and off of herberta like it's <laughs> she's she's just you know, she's, she's a... just gonna take it off normally then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are we cutting? The... He just he just looks at him, 
sees him crying and is confused and worried, but then he's also like, what? What? He, <laughs> he thought it was some big problem and he can just take it off normally. He's going to try to take it off the horse normally. Or mule, sorry. Mule. Um, yeah. Her Berta looks like she's about to cry too and she's just nuzzling uh, Tyrker. Kind of like there's a shared, shared moment that was just lost. So we're just like, I'm just have one arm over her bird, like petting her like chest and front left leg and like the other one petting her face. And then you just like lift the reins off of her. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, he he just like has the harness in his hands right here. He took it off. Yep. He's just like shaking his head. Like what what just happened? <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. Do you want to go over there now? And he doesn't even know why he's asking or what he's asking about, but he's just looking her bird in the face now standing in front of her. Uh, he's looking confused. She's she's a little confused herself, and um, her, her ears kind of perked up. Perk her ears go up like she just remembered something. And uh, she kind of, like, walks around and, like, touches her head against the cart. I think that's obvious enough for, like, Jerker to go to where she touched her head, I'm assuming. Yep. Well, it, there's nothing where she touched her head, but... Mm -hmm. On the inside, you can definitely see there is a pine coffin that a bounty that needed to be checked in needs to go somewhere. Oh, that's right. We were supposed to turn this in. Yeah, I know. We kind of ran into trouble when you started acting crazy. Thank you for helping with the reins. I... Is I... is he done crying? Yeah. Or is he? He's done okay. crying. He's going to sigh and look down, and then he's just going to go, if you tell anybody about me helping you with this, I'm going to be so pissed. So, I don't know if we can talk while we turn this in for Rayanne, but let's let's get this over with, please. Let's yeah, let's do this. I don't you can tell me about what kind of trouble we got into. I I was just following the dark cloud around. I don't think anybody saw me, but uh I don't know. Did, we met a whole bunch of people Ash and some other some other weird crazy creatures started being all wild. Ugh, it soldier problems. Hopefully we don't have a bounty on us, but I don't know. I'm keeping my eye color changed and when I find that Alonzo brat, he's gonna get me some new clothes because of what he did to me anyways. What did he you do? Rich enough. What was that? What exactly did he do to us? Or to you? 
All right. You were a little loopy. Um, it's not important. Anyways, let's just get going. Um, one thing I mainly wanted to meet you for, away from everyone. Do you remember showing us that vision? He tries to look around to make sure nobody's listening in. The only person. The only person who's listening in is Herberta, and she's going back to the front, and she looks like she's like, okay, strap me up again. Uh, he's gonna put the harness back on, I guess. <laughs> Tirkul will go pick up his tools he dropped, and yeah, sigh. Up the crowbar too. He doesn't even know why he's sighing, but he sighed. Um, of course I remember why. So why'd you do it? Why would you just show... I mean, maybe your buddies, but I'm just a stranger, aren't I? Why would you show me something like that? It was just a vision of a location. Why wouldn't I show you? You were with us. I figured you needed to know. You seem a little crazy to me, pal. What's with your weird little... psycho mess over this mule and your your weird chattering in the bar just just what what's with you well i've been called crazy before some call it crazy but some think it's connecting to something from another plane no i think something's weird why would you of all people have information that we don't have, and then just give it to somebody. How do we know that you're not using us for something greater? Well, I am. <laughs> of course I am. That figures. How do I you care know? about... You go ahead. How do you know somebody's not using you? Well, I assume they are. Do you Here's have a problem with being that. used? Of course I do. What do you even plan to do with this puzzle thing? What do you know about the old gods? I don't give a crap about them. Seems to me like they're a bunch of whiny little old farts that just sit up in their heavens, do nothing, and just, they're just bored. All they do is fight over power. That's all I've heard anyways. The only people who care about gods are people who fear them. I don't fear the gods. Nor do I care about the ones in power now. I'm more concerned about the gods who are at the start of everything. The ones that left the empty thrones that are now taken with the squabbling gods you're talking about. Why is that? They're interesting. There's so much to learn, so much unknown. There's plenty of texts and records from all sides about the gods in the world now. But when you try to find out where everything started, the things that made everything, the things that left everything. How can you mentally handle that information when you're already cracking? <laughs> Maybe I'm not crazy. Maybe I just know a little too much. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall.
please consider listening to these podcasts. Hello folks, J.P. Winterbottom here to tell you about The Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons narrative-focused actual play podcast about a group of private investigators in a fantasy noir setting with eldritch horror undertones. You can find The Beholder's Eye every other Friday on iTunes, SoundCloud, or anywhere podcasts are found. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe.